Hello and welcome back to the Peter Mackay Motorsport Podcast. Thank you very much indeed for tuning into this episode. Today we're going to talk about the very final episode in our Rolex 24 at Daytona preview. Um, we're going to preview the GTD class uh, in the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Um, as the name suggests, a GT class based on global GT3 regulations and very much a, a balanced class between professional and amateur drivers and some absolutely fantastic driver lineups that are going to take to the grid um, to compete for those Rolex watches uh, on um, Sunday afternoon. Now, what is GTD as a class? As I say, it's a pro-am class, so each car must contain either an FIA-categorised bronze or silver driver within their lineup. Now, for the full season, these cars run with two drivers, a bronze or silver driver, and a gold or platinum driver as well um, alongside them. But for a race like Daytona, these cars will be running with three, if not four, different drivers um, with, within them. Uh, and some of which, of course, have to be the gold and silver, sorry, have to be the gold and platinum, and some have to be the bronze and silver drivers as well. So the FIA, uh, the governing body for motorsport, categorizes drivers based on their ability in four categories, bronze, silver, gold and platinum. Bronze and silver, mainly bronze being your, your kind of amateur gentleman drivers um, who have another job and just race for fun, right up to platinum which is your world champions um, in, in all different categories uh, of motorsport. Now what I, I really like about the GTD class is, is that you have such variety. This year we have nine different manufacturers entering the GTD class at the Rolex 24 at Daytona. We have cars from Porsche, from Mercedes-AMG, from Lexus, from Ferrari, Aston Martin, Lamborghini, Acura, BMW and Audi. And in my previous preview podcasts of the other three classes in the Rolex 24 at Daytona, um, I've talked about um, the, the testing times from the Roar Before the 24 test back at the beginning of January. But this time I'm not going to bother, mainly because we have a field of 15 cars. It's a bigger, much bigger class, the GTD class. But if I can tell you that all 15 cars were within one second uh, during the GTD Roar Garage qualifying, absolutely incredible. So you've got nine different makes of car in completely differing, regu um, completely differing configurations, all covered by one second. The fastest of those was the number 12 Lexus RCF of Franti Monte Calvo, um, but, and the slowest of which being number 23 Heart of Racing, Aston Martin. But as I say, only a second separating them. So really, the race is we are in for a, an absolute cracker. And it could be that with so many fast cars and so many great driver lineups, that the GTD class is the one to watch over um, over the weekend. Now, the one thing that, that, that really works well in the GTD class is the balance of performance regulations. So I mentioned this in some of the other previous 
preview podcast for Daytona about balance of performance and what it is. And in GTD, it's particularly uh, important. Now, GTD is basically the American acronym for a GT3 car, which we see competing uh, at the Bathurst 12 hours, at the Nürburgring 24 hours, um, at the Spa 24 hours, and global GT racing all over the world. It's a recognized category and is big business for the car manufacturers. Porsche 911 GT3s, um, Audi R8 GT3s, Mercedes AMG GT3s, these are seriously important um, commercially for the car manufacturers. And the global, because there's a global formula, the cars can be competed with in a variety of different series, therefore giving them uh, an international market. It's not as if it's a particular set of rules that will only work in North America or only in Europe. It's a completely global series, so it works really, really well. But the variety of cars that are eligible to enter into the GT3's uh, category is absolutely amazing. So if we run through the nine manufacturers that will take part in the GTD class in uh, IMSA this year, we've got Porsche, it's a nine, Porsche 911, uh, a rear-engined flat six, um, normally aspirated car. We've got the Mercedes AMG, a front-engined twin-turbo V8. You've got a Lexus, also a big V8 out the front. You've got the Ferrari 488 GT3 Evo um, with a twin-turbo in the middle of the car. You've got the Aston Martin V8 Vantage with a very similar engine to the AMG Mercedes, again in the front of the car. You've got the beautiful V8 naturally aspirated, sorry, V10, my apologies, naturally aspirated V10 Lamborghini. And there's going to be a couple of Lamborghinis out there on track as well, which is going to be super cool. Um, you also have a twin turbo Acura with a, a twin turbo V6 in the middle of the car. Um, a BMW M6, a proper big grand touring car with the engine out the front. And then finally, an Audi uh, R8 V10, exactly the same engine as you'll see in the Lamborghini. So, as you can imagine, the road cars that these, these uh, racing cars are based upon are all very different in levels of performance, in terms of cost, in terms of um, their configuration and the way they go about their business. The only thing that keeps them all in common is that they are all rear wheel drive. But, so, as you can imagine, if they were left to their own devices, the va the lap time would be very, very um, spread out and there would definitely be the haves and the have-nots and you would end up the car, the class becoming a one or two mate class, which is not what you want to see. You want to see variety. And of course, to have as many different manufacturers involved is always a good thing as well. So, uh, in order to ensure that to happen, the IMSA organizers, like they do in many of the other classes as well, will balance the performance of each specific car to ensure that um, uh, to ensure that the performance is 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 uh, is equal across the across the range. So they'll either maybe allow a little bit of an uh, a wider air restrictor to give a car more power, maybe allow them to take some weight out the car, or if they think the car is going too fast. They will add weight in. Lots of different measures that they can do. And they gather a lot of data from each car in order to make that decision. Now, looking at the, the roar before the 24 test times, where 15 cars all qualified within one second of each other, it looks like 
the balance of performance is looking pretty good. But IMSA will delve much more deeply into the optimum lap time. They'll look at the, the, the car's pace over a stint and they will adjust it accordingly. There may even be little adjustments throughout the weekend if they feel that that is, um, that is necessary. Now, without further ado, I better get into the um, the lineups for each car because it's a big, big field of 15 cars in the GTD class and there are so many great drivers to talk about. So we will get straight on to talking about those. So we'll start off uh, with the number nine FAF Motorsport Porsche. Now if the FAF Porsche had a very successful season uh, in the GTD class last year uh, with their silver uh, rated driver Zachary Robichon, the young Canadian, um, who had two race wins last year in 2019 in his first ever season in the GTD class uh, in IMSA. If you look at Zachary's race record, he has actually won a third of the races that he has entered in his race driver career. Quite an incredible statistic, I thought, but that elusive Rolex watch, he hasn't quite got there uh, yet. He also dominated in the Porsche GT3 Cup, both in the USA and in his native Canada as well. So a very, very strong silver driver. He will be joined by um, uh, the Norwegian Dennis Olsen, um, a Porsche development driver who had a fantastic season in 2019, winning the Bathurst 12-hour and the Kyle Ami 9-hours, the revived Kyle Ami 9-hours. Uh, in 2017, he had three race wins in the Porsche Super Cup and became the German Carrera Cup champion. And Dennis Olsen also had the most fantastic basing in karting with lots of karting titles. Uh, as as well, so again, a very very strong driver. Their lineup will be completed by Lars Kern, the thirty two year old German who uh, is actually a Porsche engineer and sets all of the, the all these lap records that you see all of Porsche rec Porsche's road cars setting around the Nurburgring Nordschleife. Well, that's Lars uh, at at the wheels, so he will he will be in the car, and they will be joined by an, by a Porsche legend. Patrick Peely, the 38-year-old Frenchman um, who's partnered um, Nick Tandy for the last couple of years. He's been loyal to Porsche since 2007 and won the Rolex 24 in the GTLM class back in 2014 for Porsche. He's won the 2015 uh, IMSA United Sports Car Championship in the GTLM class. He's won the Nürburgring 24 hours. He won the Sebring 12 hours twice. Um, he's won the Watkins Glen 6-hour and he's won Petit Le Mans twice. So he has quite the CV. So that straight away, that Faf Porsche, they're gonna, they have got more than enough quality within that car to go for that Rolex watch uh, at the weekend. Next up is another favourite. Um, the winner of the last two Rolex 24-hour GTD class races uh, is the number 11 Grasser Racing Team Lamborghini, led by Lamborghini factory driver Frank Pereira, the 35-year-old Frenchman from Montpellier, um, 2015 ELMS champion and, of course, winner uh, of the 2018 uh, race in the Rolex 24 as well. They will be joined by their bronze driver, so the, amateur, the pro amateur driver uh, within that lineup will be Richard Heistand, um, who's had two we had two wins last year in Alexis, so he's moving from the going to be quite an adjustment for him going from a front engined uh, V8 Lexus over to um, the big 
mid-engined Lamber Lamborghini. Interestingly, Richard Eystand had a, a very promising start to his racing career well over 10 years ago uh, in, in the Atlantic series in America and also in Star Mazda, which are two single-seater series, but took a long break from racing and now making his uh, return back. So he he could be quite, um, he could be a bit of a dark horse uh, as, as well. They'll be also joined by Stein Schorthorst, a 25-year-old Dutchman um, with a lot of experience in single-seaters and sports cars with over 250 race starts to his name. And finally, completing the lineup will be our Albert Costa, the 2019 International GT Open champion. But the only person, although that is a, a race-winning car the last couple of times uh, at the Rolex 24, only Frank Pereira knows how to get the car over the line to win that watch. Next up uh, is the number 12, the AIM Vassar Sullivan Lexus, um, a team that had a real breakthrough season in IMSA last year in the GTD class, but their two cars performing incredibly well. The number 12 car will be led by the highly experienced 44-year-old Californian Townsend Bell. Um, Townsend Bell won the 2015 IMSA GTD Championship. He raced, he's raced in the Indy 500 at 41 years old, quite incredible. He's won Le Mans in his class in 2016. He was a 2001 Indy Lights champion uh, as well and has won the Rolex 24 back in 2014 in a GTD Ferrari with Level 5 and the infamous Scott Tucker. If you don't know who Scott Tucker is, um, look on Netflix, just type in Netflix Scott Tucker uh, and... Uh, uh, you'll 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 see what I mean. In that, also in the the number number twelve AI Ambassador Sullivan Lexus is Frankie Multicalvo, who was the fastest in the GTD qualifying session at the Roar before the twenty four test. Um, he's the amateur driver in the car. Uh, his family own a very very successful um, recycling company called Bayshore Recycling. Um, Frankie won the Pirelli World Challenge in 2015 and has started at Le Mans in the GTE AM class uh, as, as well. Their third driver who will join just for the um, Rolex 24 at Daytona is quite a special driver indeed. Shane Van Gisbergen, 30-year-old Kiwi, um, 2016 Virgin Australia Supercars champion, 2016 Bathurst 12-hour winner. Shane is an incredibly versatile driver. He's driven, well, he's obviously very, very successful in uh, in his native, well, he's a Kiwi, but his native supercar series, which goes between uh, Australia and New Zealand. Um, but he's had a lot of a lot of success and a lot of experience in a variety of GT cars. And driving GT cars is something that he really relishes and enjoys and has good experience of the Rolex 24. So he'll be super keen to add a Rolex watch to his glittering um, a glittering CV. Next up is the number 14 AIM Vassar Sullivan Lexus, um, which has a really, really interesting uh, lineup of drivers. They will have Kyle Busch, um, who was the 2019 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Um, Kyle Busch, an absolute legend of, of NASCAR, has 208 NASCAR Series race wins between the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series, and the NASCAR Trucks. Uh, as as well, but he will be coming to the Rolex Twenty Four um, to to get in with 
in with the road racing lot um, and among as as an oval racer. And already he's had a little bit of ribbing from his teammates who all as IMSA regulars wear their uh, injury. It's all to do with the overalls. So the, the IMSA drivers, they wear their overalls with a very, very short um, trouser leg and, and want to show off their nice shiny driving boots. But Kyle, Kyle Busch isn't like that. He's a NASCAR driver, so he's actually got really baggy, long trousers which come, almost cover up his driving boots completely, which apparently is the NASCAR style, and he's very, very proud of it. So, so well done him for sticking to his sticking to his, uh, his style of not copying the, the flashy sports car drivers. Anyway, in the, also in that car uh, will be Jack's Ho- Jack Hawksworth, the 28-year-old from uh, Bradford in England. Um, Jack Hawksworth won the 2012 uh, Star Mazda Championship and had three race wins in Indy Lights in 2013. He's even got onto the podium in IndyCar uh, as, as well. Had two race wins in GTD with Lexus last year, knows the car inside out and will be a very solid pair of hands for that car. Finally, they will be joined by Parker Chase, the 18-year-old who drove with Ryan DL in the Starworks Audi last year. Next up is the number 16 Wright Motorsport Porsche, which will be led by an absolute legend of sports car racing and of the Porsche Motorsport factory as well. Patrick, um, the, uh, the American, he has been a Porsche factory driver since 2003. He's won the Sebring 12-hour twice. He's won Petit Le Mans three times. He's won Le Mans twice. Um, has had quite an incredible... He's only won the Rolex 24 once back in 2009. But his early career moving over from America out of his comfort zone and moving over to Italy. He shared a room with Ryan Briscoe in Italy when they were racing karts. Shared room with Lewis Hamilton in the early days of racing and carted against Fernando Alonso. But took a very early move, very, very clever, very, very early move to sports car racing when he was recruited by Porsche in 2003 and hasn't looked back since. And he's just a, the an absolute kingpin of that Porsche uh, motorsport um, programme. Knows the cars inside out, knows exactly the driving style required and he'll be a great... Um, a great leader of that team. In that lineup, we'll also have Ryan Hardwick, a 39 year old uh, amateur driver, quite a brief amateur career, um, very successful um, entrepreneur, owns a, a kind of mountain motorsports dealership, uh, and is an affiliated athlete with a, a supplements company called First Form. Um, you can tell um, by my physique, if you've ever seen it, uh, that I have no idea what first form is, so I had to Google it. Anyway, Klaus Backler, um, the 28-year-old Austrian, will um, be joining along a gold-rated FIA driver. He will be in that car too. And also Anthony Imperato, uh, a silver amateur driver also. So Pat, that, that, that lineup not so loaded up, but they've, Patrick Long will make all the difference in that car. And I suspect... Patch, they will be using every last minute of Patrick's available drive time. Next up is the number 19 Gear Racing powered by Grasser Lamborghini. Now, this is a cool car. So, Gear Racing stands for Girl Empowerment Around Racing. So, this, this entry um, this year will be an all female lineup led by Catherine Legg and Christina Nielsen for the rest for the whole season. And for Daytona and some of the longer races, 
with Rachel Frey and Tatiana Calderon. So the idea with this programme is, is that it's not just about the girls going out to go and win races, of which they have all done so, but to go out and um, try and spread the word that, uh, you know, if, 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 if you're, you're a young girl and you're scared, you think, well, maybe, maybe motor racing's not for me, nonsense, come and see the girls with their big flashy Lamborghini, watch them go and win races, and 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 you you might be able to do it too one day and I think it's an excellent program uh, and it's going to be so cool um, to see those girls compete throughout the year. Also, um, for those who haven't seen it, pop onto the Gear Racing uh, social media pages and check out the livery that they had on that very nice Lamborghini Huracan GT3 um, for the Roar Before the Twenty Four test. It's basically like a massive comic book strip wrapped over the car, and it was so popular during the test that they've decided to keep it for the rest of the season. So that's going to be super cool to see that. Mentioned Catherine Legg, who's going to be the, effectively the team leader uh, of this effort. Very, very fortunately, Catherine's been so kind to, to give up a bit of her time on Friday. Um, we'll be able to sit down and have a little bit of a chat with her about some of her racing career and what she's involved with at the moment. So do stay tuned for that. That's going to be super exciting. Catherine came very close to winning uh, the Rolex 24 uh, in 2018. Uh, unfortunately, had a very unfortunate incident where she was wiped out by a by an errant uh, driver in a prototype, um, which unfortunately can happen in multi-class sports car racing. They still managed to get the car home in second in 2018, um, but it was almost the, the race win that, that got away. Um, Catherine like, raced, for, uh, raced for three seasons, um, with popular team owner Mike Shank in his Acuras and clocked up four wins along the way. Christina Nielsen, um, the first ever lady to win um, sports car, a sports car championship in North America. She won the IMSA GTD championship in 2016 and 2017 and has won the Sebring 12-hour. Um, again, still looking for that elusive Rolex 24 victory. The Lamborghini has won the last two Rolex 24s, so they've got the car to win the race this this year. Let's see if they can do it. They will be joined by Rachel Frey, and the 30-year-old Swiss lady who won uh, her class in the Nürburgring 24 hours in 2019 and raced the super cool Ford GT1, um, the G Ford GT uh, Le Mans car uh, back in 2010. Super, super cool. Also, uh, a new addition to the team will be Tatiana Calderon, uh, a 26-year-old Colombian who raced in 2019 for BWT Arden in Formula 2 and hoping to be one of the girls to get close and possibly make her way into Formula 1 eventually. So good luck to those, those girls. Next up is the number 23 heart of racing, Aston Martin. So it's brilliant to see Aston Martin making their return to the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship after a couple of years um, uh, after a couple of years out of the series. So they will enter with their brand new V8 Turbo uh, Aston Martin Vantage, which has had some reasonable success uh, in GT3 categories uh, domestically around the world. So let's wait and see if they can translate that into success uh, in IMSA. In that car will be Alex Riberas, uh, 20, a Sp Spaniard uh, who won his class in the Sebring 12-hour in 2015. Uh, Roman De Angelis, a Canadian whose father, Max De Angelis, owns a very large construction company. Um, 
podiumed with Audi uh, in the 2019 Rolex 24. So Roman um, knows exactly how it is to get close to, to the win. Ian James, a 45-year-old who drove with Roman De Angelis to that podium in 2019 at the Rolex 24. He will be in the car. And their, their superstar driver is Nicky Team. Nicky Team is a long-standing factory Aston Martin driver. Super, super talented. Super, super crazy. If you ever if you don't know who Nicky Team is, follow him on uh, on Instagram. It's, he is a hilarious guy. It's N-I-K-K-I-T-H-I-I-M. Nicky Team, a D Danish chap, very, very fast driver. Um, he's won his class at Le Mans at Nürburgring, at Spa, and has been twice a WEC world champion. So very, very, very fast driver and knows exactly how to make an Aston Martin go quick in a long distance race. Next up, in a slightly changed guise for, for this year, the number 44 GRT Magnus Lamborghini. Now, Magnus used to be uh, a standalone team on its own, but Magnus uh, as a brand has tied up with the Grasser Racing team for the 2020 season. So John Potter, um, the team owner of Magnus Racing, a very successful real estate management company owner, um, has had some brilliant success as an amateur driver uh, in IMSA. He's won the Rolex 24 in class twice in 2012 and 2016 with a variety of very, very high profile co-drivers most prolific of which is Andy Lally, the 44-year-old 44, 44 American, um, jiu-jitsu fighter, vegan, uh, animal activist, um, five times a Rolex 24 class winner. Quite extraordinary. A three times Rolex Grand Am class champion. The, the lineup will be completed by, again, the very, ex very experienced and very, very talented Spencer Pompelli, a 45-year-old, um, American who has also won the Rolex 24 on two occasions. So that Grasser Lamborghini, they're coming to the grid with nine Rolex watches between them. Quite an extraordinary, uh, quite an extraordinary collection. Next up is the number 47 uh, Precision Performance Motorsports Lamborghini, an effort that's only just finalised its driver lineup this week, which sometimes can happen on the run up to uh, Daytona. Leading that team will be Brandon Godovich, um, a 27-year-old from America, um, a silver-rated driver with a really interesting stock car racing background and now heading towards um, sports car racing. He will also be joined by Eric, Eric Lux, 31-year-old from, from America, 2011 ALMS champion in the P, PC class. Their amateur driver will be Mark Kavam, a 58-year-old bronze-rated driver with a very, very successful career in um, adventure capitalism. And finally, they have the young gun, Jonathan Hoggard, 19-year-old, just out of karting, but he's had, some, he's had eight race wins uh, in British Formula 4 and seven race wins in British Formula 3, so very much on the climb up the ladder, and he will be quick uh, behind the wheel of that number 47 Lamborghini. Next up is the number 48, Paul Miller Racing Lamborghini. Now, this is a little, this is a, a how would I describe it? This is a, a cheeky bet uh, for the season because this is a team that had some really good performances last year, led, led by Brian Sellers, super experienced driver, 2018 
GTD Drivers' Champion, and crucially, he will be back with his co-pilot, Madison Snow. Now, Madison Snow is technically the amateur driver. He is the he has a very successful family business. He's quite a young guy. I think he's only about 22 or 23. He um, But he brings quite a lot of funding to the team, and that's his family business sponsors um, the, the effort. But Madison himself had, last year, had to take a year out of racing to focus on his business and is now coming back. And he stated when announcing this that he would only come back to go racing with the right people that he enjoyed going racing with. And that is Paul Miller Racing and his co-driver, Brian Sellers. And they won the 2018 GTD Drivers' Championship together. I think they're a very strong bet for the championship this year. If you listen to a lot of what the other pro drivers say about Madison, they're all very, very complimentary about him. And as I mentioned in some of the other podcasts previewing the Daytona 24, is that often the big difference can come in how good your amateur driver or your how good your gold or silver driver is. Because the difference between a Brian Sellers, an Andy Lally and a Patrick Long is so, so minute, only a couple of tenths a second and one could be faster one day and one could be faster the other. These guys are on such a high level that they're so close in lap time. But with the amateur drivers, that, that kind of spreads out a little bit. So sometimes the gaps between amateur drivers can be a second or more and that can make a big big difference over their minimum drive time of three or four hours or so throughout the 24 hours so that's very very important so again sometimes it's not about how good your pro is it's about how good your am is within your lineup so number 48 paul miller lamborghini brian sellers madison snow they will also be joined by corey lewis um a sebring 12-hour winner and andrea caldarelli who's had two podiums at the Rolex 24 in the past. Next up, um, a wee change here, number 54, Black Swan Racing Porsche, will be led by Jeroen Blakemolen. Now, Jeroen Blakemolen had a hugely successful season last year, racing alongside Ben Keating uh, in the, AM, the wins AMG Riley Mercedes, and also uh, with their amazing effort, the first ever, the first or the only private effort with a Ford GT at Le Mans, um, which was sadly disqualified, but uh, a very good performance nonetheless. But Jeroen Blakemolen, the Dutchman, a very, 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 very accomplished driver. Um, you know, won uh, the Le Mans LMP2 class in 2008 in the beautiful Porsche RS Spider. He's won the American Le Mans series twice. He's won Sebring. He's won Petit Le Mans. He's, but ha having such a glittering career in sports car racing, He's never won that Rolex watch. He came really close in 2018, just missing out at the last moment uh, in the in the AMG Mercedes, but so, so close. He will be desperate to add one to his CV. He will be joined by uh, Sven Muller, Porsche factory driver, who's had four goes at the Rolex 24 hours, but with no success just yet, but a very, very accomplished driver and an FIA, FIA gold rated driver. Completing the lineup will be Trenton Estep, young 20-year-old, taking on his first Rolex 24-hour. Next up is a completely new look, uh, number 57, Heinricher Racing. Uh, this is one of the Ma Mike Shank racing cars. Um, now, the number 57 last year was the Caterpillar-sponsored car with um, Catherine Legg, Christina Nielsen, um, Simona de Silvestro and Bia Figueiredo. Um, that that whole program has changed. They've got, of course, they've gone over to the Lamborghini effort. So the number fifty-seven Heinricher 
um, has a completely new look lineup, but with some very familiar faces from the Mike Shank Racing stable. The team will be led by Trent Hinman, um, the 2019 GTD champion with Mario Farnbacher, um, AJ Almendinger, who's super, super loyal to Mike Shank and finally won the race on the 50th running of the Rolex 24 back in 2012 with Mike Shank. They will also be joined by Misha Goigberg, who has won, uh, won a class at the, the Rolex 24. Back in 2016, he won the Prototype Challenge class. And finally, they will also have Alvaro Parenti, um, who's had five podiums and a win with Mike Shank Racing in 2018. Next up is the number 63 uh, Scuderia Corsa WeatherTech Ferrari. Now, WeatherTech, of course, are the title sponsor of um, the, the series. They are also the title owner of Laguna um, uh, WeatherTech Laguna Seca Raceway. So incredibly involved in the sport. And Cooper McNeil, um, who the 27-year-old um, American, he is part of the family that own WeatherTech. So... Um, you can almost guarantee that whichever cars he, he's in will be completely covered in WeatherTech livery, and why not? Um, Cooper uh, was uh, on the podium in GTD in 2015 at the Rolex 24 with Porsche. He won his class at Sebring in 2013. He's a double ALMS uh, class champion and a double Ferrari challenge champion as, as well. So a very, very quick driver. He will be joined by the 39-year-old Finn, Tony Vlander, factory Ferrari driver who's won at Le Mans, he's won the FIA GT Championship twice, he's won the Bathurst 12-hour and two class wins at Petit Le Mans. But for a man who's been in him, raced in IMSA for a very long time, still looking for that elusive Rolex watch. Completing the lineup will be Jeff Westphal, um, a Nürburgring 24-hour class winner, uh, and in 2019, he won the Michelin Pilot Challenge GS class as well. Finally, they will be joined by Alessandro Balzan, um, who won uh, two GTD titles with Christina Nielsen in 2016 and 2017. He's a Grand Am GT championship, a Greedy champion, and started off in touring car racing as well. Next up uh, is the number 74, Riley Motorsports AMG. Um, the, running in that car will be Lawson Askenbach, a gold-rated driver, a regular driver uh, in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, and a five-times Pirelli World Challenge class champion. Running that, the amateur driver uh, in, in that team is Ben Keating. And along with Madison Snow, I think Ben Keating is one of the standout amateur drivers in, uh, in, in all of global sports car racing. So Ben's had, he's had some amazing success. He's won at Daytona 24-hour. He's won at the Sebring 12-hour. He's won at the Petit Le Mans 10-hour. He's won all of these big races. And of course, as I mentioned before, was the guy who put up the money to go and take uh, the only ever privately entered Ford GT to Le Mans, uh, which he did so uh, in 2019 in the beautiful Wins uh, livery uh, as, as well, alongside Jerome Blakemullen and Felipe Fraga. Now, Ben is a very, very successful um, uh, car dealer uh, in the United States and is an absolute racing fanatic. And a lot of his racing activities he tries to race in cars 
that he sells in his showrooms. And he will actually be jumping, the only driver to my knowledge to do this, he will be jumping between the number 74 Riley Motorsports AMG, which is obviously a GT car, and also uh, the, uh, in an LMP2 car in that class uh, as well. Quite, quite extraordinary. So he will be a very busy boy. Also in that team will be Gar, Robins, Gar Robinson, um, a double Trans Am champion, um, and um, has got onto the podium uh, in the GTD class in 2016 with the Dodge Viper as well. Finally, um, Felipe Fraga, um, a 24-year-old Brazilian stock car champion, uh, a real uh, loyal co-driver to Ben Keating, um, who will be joining in that car as well. Next up, the number 86 Meyershank racing car um, will be led by last year's champion, Mario Farnbacher, um, also joined by Matt McMurray and the 22-year-old American um, who raced at Le Mans with Team Caterham at just the age, of, at the age of 16 and also last year's winner of the LMP2 class uh, in IMSA. Completing that lineup will be Jules Gunon, um, who again was on the podium with uh, Monteplace by Land Audi in 2017, and Shinya Makimi, the 26-year-old Japanese driver. One team that are slipping under the radar in the preparations and in all the coverage before the Rolex 24 is the number 88 WRT Speedstar Audi. Now, this is, a, a, a to my knowledge, is only going to be a one-off uh, entry, but actually, when you look down... When you look down the achievements and the depth and the breadth of their lineup, it's very, very impressive. So leading the team is Audi factory driver Dries Vantor, the younger brother of Lawrence Vantor, the Porsche factory driver. Although only 21 years old, he's already won his class at the Nürburgring 24-hour and uh, the 20, and also in the Bathurst 12-hour. So a very, very accomplished young man. They also have uh, Mirko Bortolotti. Um, who has won the last two years in the GTD class with uh, Grasser Lamborghini, but moving over to Audi for this year. But differences between the Audi R rate and the uh, Lamborghini, certainly from an engine point of view, they're very, very similar cars uh, indeed. Also in that car will be Rolf Inneken, um, who has also won the last two Rolex 24 um, GTD races with Grass and Lamborghini, again, making the step over to Audi. Finally, they will be joined by Daniel Morad, the 29-year-old Canadian who won the Rolex 24 in 2017 in the GTD class with Porsche. Next up is the number 96 uh, Turner Motorsport BMW, who um, finished last season with a triumphant win at uh, Petit Le Mans. And Bill Orberlin, a long-standing BMW driver, 51 years old now, he came out and he said, I'm, I, I'm up for it, I want to come back and I want to win more and I want to win more. And Bill Orberlin has won more IMSA races than anyone else uh, in history. He's a two-time Grand Am class champion and a two-time Rolex 24-hour class winner. He'll be joined by his co-driver co from last year, Robbie Foley, who he won Petit Le Mans with, and also Jens Klingman and... Dylan McAvern uh, as well. Final car uh, is the number 98 Aston Martin Aston Martin racing entry. Now, this uh, entry was made by 
um, the entrepreneur Paul Dallalana, who's been a very successful amateur driver with Aston Martin and with Ferrari also over the last number uh, of years. And him and his um, his real estate company, Northwest, um, had entered this car and, of course, um, made the funding available for this car. But unfortunately, while skiing over Christmas time, Paul, Paul Dallalana has injured himself and cannot drive. So who knows what's happened behind the scenes. But anyway, the number 98 car will run and Paul has been replaced by uh, an Aston Martin Racing junior team driver, Andrew Watson, a 25-year-old from Northern Ireland, who will stand in for Paul Dallalana. In that car, you've also got one of the legends of, not just of sports car racing, but of motorsport in general, Geico Pedro Lamy, platinum driver, 47 years old, from Portugal. He has won the Bathurst 12-hour, he's won the Le Mans 24-hour, he's won the Nürburgring 24-hours in class six times. Absolutely incredible. He's a 2017 World Endurance Champion, champion um, winner of various in various guises, Le Mans series and FIA GT championships as well. But with all that 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 wonderful CV, still no Rolex 24 at Daytona. So let's wait and see if he can possibly add to that. You'll be also joined by Matthias Lauda, long-standing Aston Martin driver, the 38-year-old uh, from Austria, who he won the 2017 WEC GTE AM uh, Championship with. And finally, they will be joined by the young Englishman Ross Gunn as well. So there you go, quite a list of drivers taking to the grid in the GTD class uh, for the Rolex 24 this weekend. Packed with wonderful drivers with incredible racing CVs. So it's well, well worth checking it out. If you haven't listened to um, some of our other uh, podcast previewing uh, the Daytona 24 Hours, you can do. There's three other episodes introducing each of the three other classes that will enter in the race. I head off to, to Daytona tomorrow morning. I'm incredibly excited and I will do my very best to bring as much exciting content as I possibly can from the race. I'm very lucky to be meeting a number uh, of the key drivers in the race and some of the team owners uh, as well. And I'm hoping that I will be able to keep going through the race uh, and do little updates uh, as well of how the race is getting on. So please do keep keep your eyes peeled for that. They will all be getting posted up on, on our channel, on your preferred podcast uh, supplier, or you can get them on the website directly, which is www.petermckaymotorsport.com forward slash podcast. I'll also be up, to, up um, updating my Instagram page, which is at Peter Mackay Motorsport. So do please get in touch on that. I would love to hear from you. Thanks very much for listening to this preview podcast for the Rolex 24. And I shall speak to you uh, very, very soon. Thank you very much.